please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers, and others related to traveling and tourism. What's up? This is Kai speaking. Welcome to the Daily Travel Tips Podcast. I am here with uh, Andy, who's helping me with the social media. Hi, Andy. Good morning. How are you guys doing? What's up? Hi, good morning. How's your day so far? Excellent. It's a great start to the day. It's a beautiful day in Playa del Carmen. It's sunny, not too cloudy. Uh, the humidity hasn't come in yet. You know, it's good. It's a good spring day in, in, in the Caribbean. Actually, the, the heat is picking up. It's 20, it 29 degrees in the shade. I just started turning on my air conditioner this week, which is, I mean, for a lot of you out there, you're going to be listening. You're like, what? I still got snow. These guys talking about <laughs> turning on their air conditioner. But yeah, in the Caribbean, the humidity. When it's full-on summer, it's it's uh, it can be unbearable, and so even having to turn on your air conditioner now is like, oof. it's just it's like a bit of foreshadowing for what is to come for the summertime. I hear you. I hear you. I I realized two days ago I went running in the morning, and um, I came back. It was 7 a.m. I turned on the car and the car is always showing me the temperature. It was at 7 a.m. in the morning, which supposedly is one of the coldest times of the day. Right. It was already at 28 degrees Celsius. That's like mid-80s or yeah. end-80s. I mean, that's just a few weeks ago what we had midday. Exactly. You know, or like, so summer is about to come. It's coming. It's <laughs> definitely there. But uh, yeah, otherwise things are great. Another beautiful day in paradise. Cool. Well, we were uh, catching up on our social media strategy. And um, well, I asked you in order to get my daily uh, travel tips podcast done. If you want to join and I appreciate uh, your time. Thank you very much. Um, you're living, uh, you're a local since three years living in Playa de Carmen. Uh, no, sorry, I'm sorry, in Akumal. And that was actually the reason why we, we started the conversation about the situation in Akumal. And we decided that that might be a good topic for uh, the Travel Tips podcast. Akumal, known as well as Turtle Bay. Uh, if you have never heard about it, maybe you want to wanna start uh, explaining a bit what is the special uh, so special about Akumal sure so yeah I've been living in Mexico for three years um, I've been living in Akumal the entire time we decided to move there uh, a few years ago and purchase some property there and we were property managing it for a few years until we committed to coming down here with our family uh, so we've been there three years and in the three years that I've been living there it's gone through some changes for sure um, a lot of things that have changed are with regards to the regulations to the beach access and uh, and all uh, also the, um, the the tourism, the frequency of, of tourism that it's received in the last three years. Living there for three years, being able to go to the beach just about any time I wanted to with my family, I've been able to see how many more tourists are frequenting the area uh, year after year, season after season. You don't have to even look at it on a year-to-year -year basis. You can look at it on a month-to-month -month basis and just watch it uh, as it's been increasing, which is great for the um, economy. It's great in the fact that uh, people are constantly able to 
have employment. There's employment there if, if, you, if, if you're looking for it. Not a lot of places in Mexico can say that, that there's an abundance of employment. There this is. is due to the mother nature, to, yeah. to the variety of, of oh, as you say, abundance. What we have here in Acumal, we're talking about Turtle Bay. There are uh, wild sea turtles there. The green turtle is uh, actually... Uh, by its own there on its free will it's a free living turtle there not only one there are around 50 i i figured uh, during the years we used to offer tours there as well we do not do it that anymore i will get into that later mm -hmm. but uh due to the turtles people come there and people locals are making a living yeah absolutely it's one of the reasons why we moved there because of the um because of the turtle bay as it's known you know it's a, it's a place where the turtles come and eat it's, it's got an abundance of seagrass uh the it's a It's a protected, it's just a safe area. There's not a lot of uh, natural predators for the sea turtle in that bay. So they can come and safely eat breakfast, you know, and dinner <laughs> whenever they please. And over the years, it's been uh, more and more of an attraction. Come and snorkel with the sea turtles. Come and swim with the sea turtles. I myself uh, have moved to the area and have done it plenty of times because of that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to you know, do. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I've never been able to do it before until I think once when I was in Asia, I was lucky enough to stumble upon a wild turtle while snorkeling but to be able to know that every single time I go to this beach I can jump in the water and see you know a sea turtle or or any other type of you know tropical fish is is um is great it's attractive it's Akumal, a you can you can guarantee the the encounter of the turtle yeah. that's the thing that makes that's what is making it so attractive it is but what also is is becoming um, detrimental to the area I think is because of the abundance of tourism that's kind of unregulated in that yeah. part of, of, of the of town you know um, previously uh, what was happening is there were a lot of independent tour operators that were operating tours to that area uh, that were licensed or maybe unlicensed but regardless what the problem is, is is the frequency of tours that are going on throughout the day there was no regulation on how many tours timing of tours love I guess the size of the tours I've seen tour guides take as many as 25 people 30 people into the water there were sorry to interrupt mm -hmm. there Well, well, there are some regulations. The the challenge is how do you actually control it? Right. There are. Um, I have been there as well, guiding for other companies as a guide, but as well for my own uh, um, with our own company. The challenge for the authorities is to uh, get a hold of the actual tour operator if they are not doing it in the right way, and actually as well having people they're taking care of the rules that's that's the biggest challenge what they were facing in the past plus as you already said too many people yeah. how do you count how many people are getting in the water and where are you uh, restricting where's the point where you say now we have 200 in water you're not allowed to come anymore yeah, that's so, true. so that was with an open public access very hard to to regulate mm -hmm. that was the biggest challenge in the past And I think that's how all that uh, um, trouble started. Well, sorry, I interrupted you. Please yeah, go no, ahead. Yeah, no, you're you're totally you're totally correct in that. And so, um, well, we're just kind of touching on what you had mentioned now with trouble. The kind of trouble that's occurring now in the area is that they've privatized ac access to the beach that was in the past public. And with that, it's been receiving a lot of pushback from the local community, um, also a lot of the local tour guides. Uh, previously, they were able to access the beach without any fee, uh, and they'd be 
able to bring their tours in and out and operate their business. But now, uh, the any guest of the beach, uh, foreign or local, is required to pay an entrance fee because the accesses have been privatized. Uh, I can that is a very, sorry mm-hmm. again to interrupt, no, but that is very important to know. Uh, since a month now, yeah. roughly, mm-hmm. there is no free access to the Turtle Bay anymore. That is something because many people are saying, "Well, I don't just don't go by by uh, with a tour operator. I uh, use a Colectivo or rent my own car and right. I go there." But you can still do that. But there is no free access anymore. You have to pay an entrance fee. Correct. You do have to pay an entrance fee. That is five dollars. Uh, it's mistaken. five. It's five US dollars for foreigners. And if you're a local with a uh, Quintana Roo ID, I believe. It's 50 pesos. I could stand corrected on that, though. Okay. But I know for sure that it's five U.S. dollars for uh, for foreigners or, or or travelers that are looking to come to the beach. So yes, yeah, so okay. I just wanted to point that out. Mm-hmm. Please go ahead. Yeah. No. So I mean, it's something that's been receiving a lot of pushback from the local community. I mean, as you can understand, even in totally. my perspective, yeah. I've been living in the area for three years, and I was able to go to the beach any day of the week, especially on a Sunday afternoon with my family, and enjoy the beach without having to think about oh now. I've got to pay, you know, upwards of $15 just to enjoy something that was otherwise always free. Uh, but then if you look at the reasons behind it, you can understand that there's definitely a need for it. And the need for it really is in um, the infrastructure. Uh, you know, previously you'd go to the beach and it would be free access, but you wouldn't have um, you wouldn't have access to facilities. You know, you wouldn't have access to washrooms. You wouldn't have access to uh, showers. Uh, you also wouldn't have access to uh, like waste management, you know, public, public just garbage. because of the lack of it. Yeah, because it, of the lack of it. Really, there don't. are no public restrooms. There are ha- hardly any uh, garbage uh, or trash cans. That 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 is just lack of the the authorities mm-hmm. uh, providing it. So you, you're saying it like that you wouldn't have access. It sounds like there are plenty of those and you just can't use them. Exactly. There, there are some restaurants. There are. Yeah, restaurants there have, uh, of course, bathrooms and, uh, you know, some of the dive shops there, of course, But if you showers. don't use them, uh, but, yeah, I mean, if, if you don't not a pay patron, them, yeah. it makes sense that they are not uh, um, giving not a, you access. Yeah, they're that, not obliged to give you access exactly. if you're not a patron. So if you were otherwise not using a tour through the dive shop or if you were not a patron of the restaurant or a or a guest at one of the many hotels um, along that bay, you had very limited options as to where you were able to go and use the bathroom or shower after the beach or throw away your garbage when you were done um, because they do allow, you know, they have, at the time they allowed you to, or it's still now, I think, you can bring your own things to the beach. It's not a beach that closes it off where you're not allowed to bring your own thermos. You can bring your own food, you can bring your own drinks, but there's also a problem, a problem of waste management. Yeah. How do we clean that up? So, you know, you, when you think about it, you know, an area a few years ago that, that was still considered a local area in the Riviera Maya that's growing now into a very, um, a, a very well-known touristic area uh, because of because of the turtles and the beauty of the bay. The bay is beautiful, uh, especially um, you know in, in the recent years with the level of increase in, in seaweed. Yeah. You know, there's been a large amount of seaweed that during different seasons washes up into shore and can affect the beauty, you know, or the the, the, the postcard type beauty that you'd expect to see on a on a pristine Caribbean beach. And that bay um, actually did a really good job of keeping it clean and didn't receive a lot of it for a couple of the seasons. So it was one of the best looking beaches for many, many months. I agree. While other beaches were just, you know, you know, over overabundance of seaweed. 
seaweed everywhere. Not Instagram worthy. Not Instagram worthy. <laughs> yeah. So you you put all that together, and the popularity of it has just exploded. It's a place to it's a place to go. It's on the map. People want to go there. I heard all the time on peak days there were over eight thousand people. Uh, in the bay, I could I could see that. I mean, on a on a busy day, I remember the entire beach being just full of people. You know, hardly a place to put down a towel. And then you look in the water, and all you see is just orange life jackets everywhere. I mean, land and sea completely packed. Packed, you yeah. know. And it's not a huge bay. You can walk end to end. You know, if you'd like, you know, within the course of an hour, I think you can take a slow walk from it's end like to end. Two and a half, three kilometers. Yeah, like like. Two miles. It's not that. It's One, not a huge yeah. area, you know. So it's really easy for it to 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 fill up, and it's it's bad for the sea life. It's bad for the ecosystem. This is a place where turtles like to come for refuge. It's a place where they come to lay their eggs uh, during the the turtle season, the the egg laying season. Uh, and and now we're there, you know. We're on the beach. We're not allowing them to to have the refuge and the peace that they're looking for because we're in the water and we want to see them and we want to float above them while they eat. And and <laughs> many of them of us are not only floating and uh, and encountering or observing. Many of us have to uh, touch or chase or yeah. take that selfie or yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of people ignore the rules. You know, the rules are there to protect the sea life, and uh, they're 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 there. I mean, everywhere you can you can read a poster saying "Don't touch the turtles," but I mean, people choose to ignore the rules because they want that picture perfect uh, vacation. You know, something that they can that they can get a, a thousand likes for. You know, or, or more. Um, so I, I totally understand the reason behind privatizing the beach uh, from that standpoint. But as a local, I, I was about to ask you as a local yeah. and uh, your neighbors, how do you? Uh, it's tough, you know. I mean, a beach that I used to go to, I used to frequent. I'm now frequenting less, uh, just as for two reasons. I'm waiting for all of it to kind of die down. It's still a bit of a, again, it's still a bit of a, a, of an argumentative standpoint. There's a lot know? of tension there. There's a lot of tension, yeah. So I, I'm 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 of the opinion that I should just wait till that kind of settles down. And then on top of that. Um, There are cheaper beaches to go to, to be quite honest, <laughs> that are just as beautiful. For free. For free. Or, you know, I mean, I can still go to a beach in Tulum yeah. that's just as beautiful. Okay, I don't get to swim with some turtles, but the water is still crystal clear. Well, the turtles are there. Yeah. It's just not guaranteed that you encounter them. Exactly. Here and there we see turtles, but it's not the same yeah. as, as in Akumal. Akumal is a guaranteed encounter. Yes. I mean, if you're there in a day, you're you're guaranteed to see a turtle. I mean, the coral reef in Akumal actually is, is hardly existent. There is No, no, hardly any coral reefs anymore any because reef. of the tourism. So yeah. the only attraction is not only, but uh, I don't want to uh, make it smaller than it is. It's a beautiful bay, mm -hmm. and the turtles are a great encounter. But those are the only two things which are actually really nice about yeah. Akumal Bay. Yeah, you can't really, you can't. I mean, aside from the turtles, you don't don't expect to go and snorkel at a reef. Exactly, you know, that's it's what people there. do. People yeah. ask us, and we want to see the reef there. I'm sorry. First of all, we don't go anymore. Mm -hmm. Second, there is no reef. Yeah, there's Be no reef there anymore because of of the people. Uh, well, it starts with with people standing up on the coral mm -hmm. because they're getting exhausted, and uh, there is a shallow reef. Oh yeah, let's stand up on that. Yeah. Um, as well, people using a lot of uh, sunscreen, sunscreen, which is with the chemicals. Uh, yeah, not 
not good at all for the coral reef and uh, well with on peak days 8,000 people in the water and no public access or no access to the bathroom yeah guess guess what are these people are doing when yeah. they have to pee yeah they're urinating in the water I mean which I mean everyone will think ah oh, well you, you know who doesn't urinate in the water at the beach it's yeah, the quantity but it's the quantity exactly. you know it's like all right like you know you're you're in the water you got to take a wee okay we get it but it's the quantity you know like 8,000 people in a day you know if there are no public bathrooms <laughs> think about how many people are taking a wee in the water in a day um yeah i mean it's definitely for now for now i've decided to take a break from it which is you know it's it's fine with me there are so many other beautiful beaches that i'm, I'm happy to go in what are your and, favorite beaches uh Eshpuha is one of my favorite i just it's a great beach there are a lot of really good restaurants that provide good entertainment the sand is beautiful i mean it's just <laughs> powder white sand and uh and it's a it's a good it's a good beach for water sports if you're into paddle boarding if you're into kite surfing um they've got a lot of that there snorkeling is snorkeling. there nice as well you yeah. have to be in my consideration the snorkeling is a bit more for uh, for advanced snorkelers mm -hmm. since sometimes there's a current there and sometimes you have to get a bit further out yeah the reef isn't close so you gotta swim it's a good bit of a swim to get to the reef but when you get out there though it's wonderful it's yes nice. It's really nice. So Eshpuha now is one of my favorite beaches. And uh, let's see, what's another favorite beach of mine? Mm, probably Paraiso in Tulum. That's a great beach too. Uh, yeah. Just because of the scene, it's good to go if you just want to hang out and and feel like you're you're there with the cool kids. You know, it's a, <laughs> really it's just a, it's a good beach to be at. Uh, it's it's well kept. They have a lot of really good trendy restaurants there that you yeah. can go eat at, and um, it's good eye candy. Everyone there just happens to be young, tan, and good looking. You know? So yeah. <laughs> hang out with the cool kids. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah. So okay. those are my favorite beaches for now. Um, getting back to Akumal, mm -hmm. um, do you? believe that it is for the better good what happened there even despite the fact that that the locals they are well they are not making their money in the same way as they used to do you were mentioning that many um unlicensed or it was just a, a bit wild west scene everybody could offer uh, a snorkel tour make make a, a five dollars here or ten dollars there right and for sure not everybody but many were able to do that and right. that is definitely not the case anymore so um, things are changing there do the, with the last changes with the with a fence around it with the entrance fees mm -hmm. from your perspective what do you think it's it's for, for the better good well uh, I think everything I think with time we'll see you yeah. know I think I think we do need a bit of time Time to gauge if it's for the better good uh, essentially the principles behind it are good you know they're they're doing it for a good reason uh, but you know in practice moving forward if they if they if that's really to be seen you know that it's kind of one of those things you just have to wait and see because okay you know uh, now there's an entrance fee which means that there's and now that you're, you're required to have a license to, to operate tours there do you have bathrooms now available there uh, is, is that changing that's the thing people, like uh, that, that waste management and all that what you were talking about in the beginning mm -hmm. what was pretty much non-existent with that entrance fee is that now solved well, you, or what do you see there to the best of my knowledge it's it's being solved which is why 
I say like you know we probably have to see it see, oh, to okay. see and wait because it's not it's not a solution that that has been that has been enacted immediately. There aren't any more bathrooms. You just have now access to the ones that were already there. But do you do so, you have an idea where the money is going to? No idea. The entrance fee? I know. No I know the entrance fee as far as far as I know, it's uh, the CEA, the Centro Ecologico Acumal, okay, um, which is uh, as well a foundation. They they were set up in, or they are investigating on the turtles and uh, doing research on the turtles and. The, the entire idea of that archaeological ecological center is to protect the turtles. So that's maybe a good idea to to investigate a bit uh, yeah. for me in the future. That's always the hardest thing to find out, though, right? Uh, not, the, the, not just in Mexico, but anywhere. Where's yes. the money going? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that that would be the 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 reason for me to to happily pay a fee, right. Knowing that there's someone. Uh, actually using that money in order to take care of the infrastructure that it, essentially people have access to the re uh, bathrooms mm -hmm. uh, the waste management is, is a big issue here in this area we are doing the beach cleanups we see that mm -hmm. people still uh, bring their trash to the to the beach and just leave it there mm -hmm. smokers flip their cigarettes butts away yep. so uh, if that money is used in order to avoid or at least limit those Issues. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd be happy to to, to pay uh, five dollars if I want to bring my family to uh, in order to to show them uh, free Absolutely. living sea turtles. Absolutely. What I also would love to see is that that there are actually not eight thousand people there anymore. Yeah, I think that would be great. I mean, one of the one of the best things that we can see moving forward, uh, immediate change would be um, a reduction in the amount of tourists yes, per I saw day that as well. I think that there should definitely be a, a, a per capita, like there should be a cap on the amount of tourists that are allowed to be in the bay uh, in a day and at any one given time. And you have to make a reservation. Well, yeah. Right? Like, like, like in a good restaurant. You have a, to. <laughs> like in a good restaurant. Make a reservation. But essentially, right. Essentially, you know, it, it maybe, yeah, essentially, yeah, you should, you should maybe think about or they could probably think about setting up reservation systems or you know for different tours to, to operate at different times so that it's not five or six or seven eight ten at the very same time yeah yes. different tour groups at the very same time in the water you know there's times for tours uh to go out with their with their sections or group of people yeah i think definitely seeing a reduction in the amount of people there would be would be good uh just for 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 the for the for the um on the ecological side and also just as a as a tourist yourself you just have a lot more room to spread out and enjoy the beach without thinking about uh, climbing over you know other people while you're in the water <laughs> or while you're on the sand that would be great to see a reduction in the amount of people and then yeah more facilities I don't quite know how they would they would set that up I mean adding a porta potty to the beach isn't the most beautiful thing to do uh, while it is a solution for for a public facility definitely I, better than peeing in the, yeah, in the water it is but at the same time I think maybe um, for now opening up opening up uh, public access to to the restaurant you know for for people to use the various facilities at the restaurants and at the uh the dive shops there um that'd be great to see if that would be a good way to to see that the money is being used like okay this money is being used for the for the purpose of opening up these public facilities opening up these these private facilities to the public now yeah uh reduction in the amount of people that are on the beach and then moving forward it's really just you know it, we'd have to wait and see
We have to wait and see how it affects, how it really affects the community. There are going to be a lot of people that are going to be making um, less money or not able to make money at that beach that have been probably living off of that, you know, for years. And, uh, yeah, Akuma was growing a lot a during lot. the last couple of years just by, by due to the fact that you can offer a snorkeling tour there yeah. or, yeah, directly or indirectly uh, taking advantage of, of the fact that the turtles are there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Anything else about Akumal? Uh, is there anything besides the turtles you would uh, recommend uh, people yeah. might want to enjoy there? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, let's let's do not or let's try to shift the focus away from the turtles. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you would recommend uh, for for tourists or for travelers to? Absolutely. Don't think that uh, just because you're not able to go see the turtles that there's nothing to do in Akumal and it's something to skip. There's tons to do. Uh, there's the Akumal Monkey Sanctuary, which is a, a nature preserve that uh, started off as a as a, a place where they were rehabilitating I think they were providing rehabilitation have you been there I have well you know what I haven't my family has I, I missed the trip I was working but they went okay. and they loved it they loved it absolutely it's a really great place and they've been doing a lot of hard work over the years to I have to investigate there yeah. because at the moment we do not uh, support it because mm -hmm. I consider it as a as, as someone making money out of uh, animals and Captivity. Mm -hmm. I have to. That's why I was asking if you have been there. I have to uh, investigate a bit more. Yeah, uh, go I'm and a check bit it afraid out. that because I have been to another one, and now I don't want to uh, stereotype, mm -hmm. but it is likely. Let me say it like that. I have been to another one, and they were like, "Yeah, we are helping monkeys uh, to, yeah, because they they were injured for whatever reason, mm -hmm. and they had a monkey on the leash at the entrance." And uh, one of our guests, that was back in the days when I took the decision that we do not go there anymore uh, was asking one of the guys there how long is that monkey here and uh, he was honest enough to say it was four years oh, wow. that this monkey is living there at the entrance on the leash that's crazy and that was the point where actually my guest and I we agreed in the same split second that we would not get in there because I would not go and um, well but uh, the monkey sanctuary uh, to be honest I am not sure how that every uh, uh, that entire thing works but we as Kaitus we do not uh, support anything uh, which is having animals in captivity mm -hmm. like well, for me, the monkeys, they should be in the trees. Right. Well, and essentially, Go they ahead. are. They, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not, please they're, talk about it. They're not captive. They're they're free range. I mean, they're they're there because, you know, they, it's, a, it's a place where they're... It's a sanctuary. It's a yeah. place where, where they have an abundance of trees that haven't been cut down because of, of construction or development. Yeah. Uh, they know that they can rely on food there, so they keep coming back, you know. So they're, they're not in captivity there? No. I mean, again, I didn't get to go on the okay. tour, but from what I got back from my family... Let uh, me follow up on it that. It was very... Yeah open range it cool. was very free and uh, the monkeys were very well taken care of and it was a, it was a place of it was a place of uh, it was a place that was built out of love for the monkey population in okay. Akumal and not uh, built out of anything where they were going to exploit them you know so okay. um, I'd recommend it uh, I think it's a great place to check out as one of the touristic spots there's also uh, some cenotes that are really cool to check out back there I think um, there's one cenote that's that uh, actually is a the cenote of my neighbor um Pablo, and uh, it's called Cenote Santa Cruz, which is a really nice. Cenote. I heard about it. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. One of the most unique ones I've been to. Um, I, 
<laughs> I tried or I go that path um, back and forth a couple of, I went uh, a couple of times in order to look for new cenotes mm -hmm. and Santa Cruz was always closed when I, I always saw just the, the big gates being closed I'm surprised you found it I mean I every I it took me it took me a year to find that place I keep trying to go and visit and visit my neighbor because he'd invite me yeah and I would always just I just I'd just never be able to find it I, I'd either go <laughs> too far or not far enough because I'd been driving in this in this like jungle road and I'm like man I think I, I think I'm lost oh this is a very long bumpy road yeah you can yeah 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 you need a you need a four-wheel drive car to, to, to get to access that but that's also really cool and then on the other side on the beach side there's a there's a, a ton of great restaurants to visit the that, restaurants yeah. yeah there's La Buena Vida which is just a, a really great place with a view that has really good right food, on the beach right on the beach La Lunita La Lunita as well that's a where great we are restaurant. bringing our guests as well yeah that's a great place um, and then is, there's also um, uh, the, La Cueva, La Cueva de Pescadores. That's a really oh, yeah, great place. Oh yeah, that's right at the, mm. the entrance to. Right at the entrance, they offer they offer something a little more unique. You're able to take out a you're able to charter a boat in the morning and go on a fishing tour. And the, ca the catch <laughs> and of the day, lunch. yeah, the catch of the day, you can bring back and they'll cook for you at the restaurant. That's cool. That's pretty cool. That's something I haven't seen done a lot, and you can do that in Aquamal as well. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, and then, uh, then there's a bunch of other places you can visit for souvenirs. La Buena Vida has a souvenir shop. Um, uh, Turtle Bay at Cafe entrance, has a right, souvenir yes, shop. I was about to yeah, say there's the a, entrance in front of uh, La Cueva. Right on the other side, mm -hmm. there are a couple of or two or three stores there as well yeah, you can get you can get crafts. artisanal ice cream as well they make like homemade um homemade organic ice cream vegan ice cream it's quite a lot to do um it's a it's a really nice community on both sides you know you can check out the town and uh in town it's just your it's your average you know sleepy mexican town but they've got a really great <laughs> no but i mean it's got everything you need it's just a sleepy town right but i mean on on any given day you can go in and you can get a great slice of pizza you can get great mexican food there's great food if yeah. you if you just don't care about how the 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 facility looks mm -hmm. i i have had really good foods there they've got uh, great street times. food yeah yeah they've got really good tortas really good tortilla um tacos they've got uh good natural juices good pizza great street food in cool. akuma so uh you know there's that i can i can probably say more and more because i've been there <laughs> you know for for years but uh, you know if you if you look a little bit deeper there's yoga studios now that have opened in the oh, last okay. yeah in the last year i know of two or three new yoga studios that have opened now so now you Yoga is available, and I also believe that uh, during the day or at some different days of the week, it's not just yoga. They're offering dance classes as well. There's a lot of things happening. It's By growing. any chance, do you know how many people are living there currently? I mean, mm. it's always very... The, even if you Google it, the last census, 2010, yeah. Yeah. Uh, eight years ago. So it's, it's you, always... Let's put it this way. My house is my house has existed there for six years. If I go on Google Maps, there's nothing there. It's nothing there. there. <laughs> there's nothing there. All yeah. you see is just trees and jungle. There's yeah. nothing there. So um, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I know that it's definitely grown. I can personally... I've seen my neighborhood, my, my little ranch where I live I've seen that grow there's, yeah. there's more people there uh, we're actually now getting people spill over from Tulum because Tulum has become so expensive and so popular because of the uh, uh, abundance of tourism yeah. Yeah. that the people that used to live there two three years ago can't afford to live there anymore and so now they're moving up you know they're living in Chemuil they're living in Akumal now uh, because it's cheaper and also very nice and so that's very what's quiet, happening though. very yeah. quiet yeah. so that's what's happening in my community a lot of people are moving there now as an alternative to living in Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would say 
We are already 30 minutes in. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say we wrap it up. Thank you very much for, for joining me here on my daily travel tips podcast i think it's episode 103 congratulations on on breaking 100 episodes That's thank great. you very much um i'm very happy that i uh dragged myself through the first 100 <laughs> days now it's much more easier and especially with uh special guests helping me uh in an interview it was a pleasure uh what well, would you recommend where our guests uh, find us more information about kai tours oh man i'm the social media guy so <laughs> i can tell my, you that's why i'm asking i obviously. can tell you everywhere to find us you can find us on facebook at k at at, uh, at, at K-Tours, K-Tours Mexico. Yes. Yes, facebook.com slash K-Tours Mexico. You can also check out our Instagram profile. We're currently running a giveaway. Oh, yeah. Uh, if anyone's interested in winning a vacation, in a, not a vacation, <laughs> I wish we could give away vacations. No, we're running a giveaway for, uh, for a tour uh, for two. Uh, if anyone is interested in checking out our Instagram, uh, every week we're posting our footprints in the sand photo. And if you comment and tag a buddy, it's an automatic entry for a tour for two that is uh, valid for throughout 2018. So you're able to uh, you're able to uh, cash in on a, any one of the tours that K Tours offers, which are many and all of them uh, exceptional. Especially with whale shark season coming up, that's one of the exceptional tours. Uh, tours to Muyil, that's one of the exceptional ones. Lagoon tours, Punta Laguna, Shankan, so many that I can talk about. Um, you're able to win a tour, free tour. The, the voucher um, is uh, has a value of five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars, yeah. The value of five hundred dollars tour for two. Uh, if you, the winner is uh, able to uh, to to, uh, to it's valid throughout 2018. So we recommend that you guys check out our Instagram. Instagram is going to be Instagram uh, at K Tours Mexico. Uh, you can also find us on Google. Uh, we're very active on Google. Uh, on Google My Business, Google Plus, uh, we're active on uh, we're active on uh, on podcasts. Or just our podcasts. Uh, <laughs> Kay was telling me that we're on four or five different channels now. We're on SoundCloud. We're on uh, we're on iTunes, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Music Play, Google Music Play. And I, I I saw something that we apparently are uh, now as well certified for Spotify. I have to follow up on that. Excellent. You can you can see if you can find us on Spotify and subscribe to that channel as well. Uh, pretty much. Just type in K Tours Mexico and K A Y K A Y T O U R S Mexico, and we'll pop up on every single channel. <laughs> all right, we'll pop up on search. We'll be on just about every social media platform you can think of, uh, and I, I think that that's a great. That's one of the differentiating factors of K Tours and and what K is doing. Uh, he's making it so that um, the world knows of the, the 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 beauty of the area that he's working in. Um, he, the world knows about um, uh, uh, of the value. That he's providing, not just not just uh, with regards to providing a service as a tour operator, but with giving back uh, to the community that he, that that services him and that he services as well. He's doing a really great job. Beach cleanup that's coming Thank up. Thank you. I'm sure he talks yes. about that on his podcast. Twenty second of April. Yeah. If you're here, if you're in Playa Cam on the twenty second of April, it's International Earth Day. Earth Day. I'll be bringing my family out for that. I'll, Me I, too. Know, it's important. You if know, they want it or not. Yeah. Whether they want it or not, <laughs> I will drag them. <laughs> you know. We <laughs> 4.30 at the beach. Uh, if you look up on the Facebook page, uh, K-Tours, at the event section, you will find the 22nd of April beach cleanup. Yeah. And always, always, the very best source of information is our webpage, K.Tours. Yes. You can find every and anything and links to all of those channels that we talked about. 
uh, just from our regular our, our, our web page. So visit us at k.tours for any and all. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. And um, well, if you're still listening, you are freaking awesome. Thank you for after 35 minutes. Yeah. If you're still listening, thank you, mom. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I wish you a great day, time, or whatever time you are listening to that podcast. If you have any comments, any ideas, any questions, feel free to reach out. You can uh, just use the comment section of the uh, podcast or a best case scenario, use the hashtag Q&A Kai. I have a Google alert set for that hashtag. So if you're using it, it actually ends up in my inbox. Thank you very much. I'm out of here and talking to you tomorrow. Bye bye.